Welcome to the Meditation Ward. My name is Nadia, and I'm excited to bring you this podcast. Every week, I talk to interesting people who also meditate. Stick around for the episode after this for a guided meditation. Are you trying to create your own meditation practice? Well, you're in luck because in January, we're offering a live class starting the first Sunday in January for seven weeks. Each week, we're going to be offering new tools to help you create a practice that you love. This is a lifelong gift for yourself or for a friend, and I'm really excited to lead you in it. Go to themeditationward.com to sign up. Please rate and review us wherever you listen to your podcast because it helps more people find us, and we'd love to share this podcast with more people. We hope you enjoy the episode. Thank you, everybody, for coming back to the Meditation Ward. My name is Nadia, and today I am stoked to get to talk to Chastity Cox. Chastity grew up in Brooklyn, served in the Navy, and is a public relations professional in the music, fashion, and entertainment industries for over 10 years now. From working with celebrities to influencers, Chastity brings discipline, optimism, and mindfulness into everything she does, producing amazing results in work and in personal life. Thank you, Chastity, for being here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it sounds like you have such a hustle sounding career, like a nonstop push to be a publicist. Yes, 1000%. It is a career that is very rewarding, but it's also so much to it, right? Like hustle, bustle, people wanting to be you to be there at their beck and call and just wanting all of your energy. In the in like the biggest capacity, right? And there's multiple people wanting a hundred percent of you all the time. You know, so for a long time, I put myself last, and it was just not conducive to my mental health. And you know, it was just it was like it was second nature for me because I'm I'm a helper. You know what I mean? Especially me being in, in the military, me. Um, just all the volunteer work that I do, just everything that I do, I, I, I lead with love and I'm a helper and I'm just like, I want to help. I want to do this. I want to do that. So yes, putting myself last was like always been very easy for me. Always. Yeah. So also being a helper, it sounds like you're also a connector and bringing people together too. Yes. Yeah. They call me the doctor. They used to call me the plug. Now they call me the dot connector. I'm oh, just wow. like, whatever. <laughs> Where do you get these names from? <laughs> People coined them for me. It's, so, it's, it's, it's the funniest thing. Yeah. That's cool. I don't know if I have a... My boyfriend calls me squeaky, but... <laughs> Other than I that, like I don't. <laughs> but I, I, um, I also identify with being a helper and a and a connector. So yeah. And mm-hmm. um, what made you get into this uh, career, going from the Navy into being a publicist? So before I went to the Navy, I was a mass communications major. I always wanted to be a publicist. Well, number one, I was a writer, so I loved to write. I wrote in college. I was a journalist in college. I'm a journalism major in college. I wrote in high school and um, also like I was broadcasting and was a major. So being that I wanted to write and, and be in, I thought I wanted to be in front of the camera, communication was always in my, in my goals, in my foresight, right? 
then I realized that I didn't like the camera. I didn't like being hot. I didn't like, you know, being in front. And I had to fill up a course in college and public relations, the public public relations class was one of the options. So I said, okay, whatever that is. I took the class and I fell in love. And I was like, okay, I can honestly make a difference behind the scenes, still kind of be up front. I can still write and I can help people. I'm like, this is, this is great. This is what I want to do. So my freshman year of college, I knew that that's what I wanted to do. And I switched my major. Wow. Mm-hmm. And so what was that initial hustle like of like trying to get in people's views so that you could get to the point where you are today? So, you know, at first, it was it wasn't that right because so I, I did my freshman year of college i um i went um i went to school i was majoring in public relations and my sophomore year same thing when i left left college my sophomore year i went to the military so i wasn't doing i wasn't doing anything public relations there i wanted to be a journalism major in the military but that just was not, you know, in the stars for me. Uh, so I made the decision to leave the Navy when I was 24 to pursue my dreams as a publicist. So um, when I made that decision, I left my paying job to intern at Bad Boy um, with Sean Diddy Holmes. I wasn't his direct assistant, but I was an assistant to the senior director of marketing for Syrah. and. I went there and it was amazing. It was like, I knew that this was the right decision for me. Um, so it wasn't easy. I was in school. I had long nights uh, trying to keep up with work, trying to keep up with class and everything else that I had going on. Um, and it was definitely challenging, but I always had my eye on a goal. You know, I always felt like, if I want to do this, I'm 24 years old. I felt like I was actually too old then. Go figure, you know? <laughs> I did so much in the Navy, I felt older. And I was just like, you know what? If I'm going to do this, I got to just keep going. Uh, and that's what I did. I interned, I kept going. And by the end of my first year at Bad Boy, I realized that I needed more. I had to go get my degree. So I left New York. I picked up my bags and I went to Virginia. And I went that's to where I'm from. I saw well, you went to. Well, I'm from Roanoke, Virginia, um, but I lived oh, in Roanoke. Richmond. I lived in Richmond okay. the last five years before I moved to Nashville, and I saw that you went to Norfolk, and I was like, "Oh, that's so yeah. cool!" Yeah. 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 So I packed up my bags and went to Norfolk State University. I worked three jobs, and I worked, um, and I went to school. And I was still getting money from the military, but I just felt like I always wanted to have a cushion, right? So that's why I worked so much. And I was on, um, I was on the um, National Association of Black Journalists. Um, I was in that uh, organization in school. Um, And I just really submerged myself in a lot of things that were public relations. Um, I interned for a model, another model named Chastity. Um, I'm not a model, but she was a model. I interned for a model named Chastity that went to my school just to get my foot in the door while I was in college. And 
Yeah, and that's well, that was really my start. You know, just doing little things for her, going to events for her, dinners, whatever I needed. Um, and when I got out of college, I was like, I had to hit the ground running. I moved to New Jersey, uh, Newark, New Jersey. I became a hookah girl. So, oh. you know, I was The hookah like, lounges? Doing the hookahs. And I was also serving and bartending as well um, while I was interning for a PR company. Um, where I worked with people like um, Jim Jones and Drewski and just met and Cypher Sounds and Rosenberg. Uh, so I used that to really get my leverage and my practice. And from there, I, uh, I worked with a friend of mine who had a, she had a podcast. And which is crazy because I am now like the podcast publicist. Uh -huh. um, she had a podcast and it was literally about nine years ago it, it, when it, people were really first starting, you know, and yeah. um, and we did, we were doing really well. And that's how I started meeting a lot of guests, a lot of celebrities because people wanted to be on our podcast. And I was like, you know, I can do this. I can do this on my own, you know? But I wasn't ready yet, so I was still, like, you know, helping other people. And I was, you know, the main person for this podcast. But I was out all night, okay? I would bartend from right. 1 to, say, 9, 10, and then I would go to events after that. And then sometimes I won't sleep because I, you know, have to do other yeah. things. So My mom calls that burning the candle at both ends. Burning the candle at both ends, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's exactly what I was doing. Yeah. So I, I feel like when you're younger, it's a little bit easier to do that because you just have all this energy and like nothing else matters and you're going to get it done. But then at some yeah. point there's that burnout where the candle burns at both ends and then it's just done. Like how, like we've talked a little bit before about your self-care a little bit and how you can still be so disciplined and get so much done and also put yourself, I don't know if you put yourself first still, but where do yeah. you put yourself? How does that work? So now if we're speaking present day, I've learned, right? Um, I just want to just touch on the fact that I went through a lot. Yeah. I went through a lot of burnout. Um, I gained a lot of weight. I, I was smoking cigarettes. I was drinking a lot of alcohol because I was trying to keep up with this lifestyle and still use other things to manage my stress, right? So that was like the cigarettes and alcohol. And um, I found myself really unhappy. I found myself really stressed out and going through a lot, having a lot of ailments, um, high blood pressure, diabetes, pre-diabetic. Um, and I couldn't breathe. Like I was casted to do like a reality show and I couldn't breathe. So I went into the hospital and I. Like, what do you mean? You I literally couldn't breathe? breathe? I was doing an obstacle course and I couldn't breathe. Like I, I had to stop myself. And from then I went to the, the hospital and I'm coming back to New York. It took me a while because it wasn't my priority. You know, my priority is everything else. Right. Right. And the doctors told me that I had pneumonia. And if I didn't come there, what I did, it could have, I could have really risked my life. 
So from that day on, I was like, no, I have to make a change. That was two years ago. I stopped smoking cigarettes. I stopped drinking. Um, I lost over 50 pounds. And I started reading a book. I always talk about this book because I feel like it saved me. It's called The Magic by Rhonda Byrne. Byrne the, ma the, the Magic? It's the Writing author. It yes, please. It's the authors of The Secret. And yeah. I've heard of The Secret. Everybody knew The Secret. My dad gifted me The Secret when I was younger, you know? Um, but I wasn't ready to receive that information. And um, I have other businesses. Like, so when I went to California, right before, um, right before I lost my breath, um, with losing my breath and found out about pneumonia, a friend of mine told me about the magic and she said it changed her life. So when that happened, I stopped smoking, I stopped drinking. I already had the magic. I said, I'm going to start it. I'm actually reading it again for the fourth time now. I'm on day five, actually. And it changed me. I started waking up early. I started writing my gratitude notes. I started dreaming bigger, but also making sure that I was putting myself first. I was, um, I started acknowledging that the things that I felt that were so small, you know, that were irritating or frustrating are really blessings in disguise, you know? Um, what do you mean? So, like, something as small as being in traffic. And sometimes it's like, oh, my God, I'm in traffic. I'm trying to get here. I'm trying to make it here. No, you're right where you are because you're supposed to be there. For whatever reason, you're not supposed to be at wherever you're trying to go right now. And that's saving you from something. Or maybe you're supposed to miss something. Everything is in order, right? Everything happens because it's supposed to. And God makes ways for you to get the things that you need. So this book really helped me understand that putting myself first was very important because I had to put myself first in order to put God first. And I have to put God first and give him gratitude because that's the only way to live a life of full fulfillment, in my opinion. Um, so that's how I started putting myself first. So I wake up every rising between 4 and 6 a.m. That, that's my time. I write my gratitude notes. First, I thank the most high for waking me up in the rising. I meditate. When you say the rising, what do you mean? Like the morning. Okay. So I don't mean morning because I don't like to mourn. I know it's uh, two different spellings, but it sounds the same. Yeah. Um, I'm an empath and I'm just like, uh, I don't like the word morning anymore. Like, you know, like yeah. if I'm getting up and the sun is there, sun is out, it's not morning time. It's That's beautiful. Time. That's heckin' yeah. beautiful. Yeah, so I rise. I don't want, you know, um, like I said, the spelling is different, but it still sounds the same. And sometimes that can be the difference between your day. Do you want to rise and do you want to mourn, right? So I rise. I thank God, you know, for waking me up. I meditate. I do my stretches. 
Then um, I do my gratitude notes. I make my tea. And then I head to the gym. I go to the sauna. I do that. I run back home. And by the time I do that, then it's time for me to do things for everybody else. For me, that sounds like time to take a nap. <laughs> it, is, it is. You know what? It is, it is. Sometimes it feels like time to take a nap, but most times it doesn't because the run gets me recharged. I'm taking supplements, so I'm up, you know, and it just, it works. It's, it's been working for me. Recently, I haven't been able to go to the gym because I have two fresh new tattoos, so I can't sweat. I actually saw them on your Instagram. Yeah. Gorgeous. So, and they mean a lot to me, so, and then we can talk about those if you want to, but it's, so the book really helped me so much that I'm reading it for a fourth time, but that's when I take out time for me and, and carve out the things that I need to do for me to help everybody else. Yeah, I think too, maybe, it's one of those lessons that needs to be learned over and over and over. And maybe that's probably why it helps to have to do it over and over and over. It's because it's like, you're doing what you love. And then you start, like, I just worked out today, this certain kind of workout. And I was like, afterwards, I'm like, it's so annoying that I feel so good after this workout because I thought I felt better watching Bachelor in Paradise, which is like the worst show, you know? And it's like, no, I said, I was going to work out at 1130. I'm going to do it. I'm going to start this. And it's like, wow, I feel so good, you know? So it's like hard. And maybe I'll do that for a couple months, but then you start to forget and fall off again, you know? So like, exactly. it's a continuous exactly. cycle of learning. Of yep. The one thing I consistently do every rising, I write my affirmations and I put them on Instagram and my stories. It holds me accountable. Yeah. And I realize that people love them. So... Will you tell everyone uh, your Instagram? I'll have it in the show notes, but in case oh, they want to yes, look now. Oh, yes, for sure. It's at Chastity Cox PR. So that's C-H-A-S-I-T-Y-C-O-X-P-R, like public relations. So yeah. that's my Instagram. But yeah, even doing that practice consistently for two years straight, and I have a face regimen and everything, like it just relaxes me. Um, are your affirmations time, different every day or are they the same? My affirmations? Mm -hmm. Well, so they're different. Some of them are the same. Some of them are different. And they're a mix of affirmations and blessings. So, you know, um, that's really been helping. But yeah, but reading the magic again, I had to because I found myself being a little negative sometimes. Like, oh, I don't want to do this. Oh, my gosh. And even though for the most part, I am truly blessed, I saw the shortcomings, you know, and I saw my things happening in my life that wouldn't necessarily happen if I had just a little bit more gratitude. So I had to just bring it back and do it again. So I recommend the magic to everybody so much because it is one of the best gifts that I've ever, ever, ever got. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so when you started getting up at between four and 6 a.m., um, what was that like? And what time did you start going to bed? And how were you able to maintain that? Because it sounds like something that, that I would love to do. It, it just doesn't seem doable. 
So, you know, I was just talking to a friend about it today that, you know, I do need to take naps because it doesn't matter if I get in at eight and go to sleep at nine or 10, I'm up at four. Or if I get get in at one or two, I'm up between four and six. You know what I'm saying? Like today, I actually woke up at seven and, and what's I'm not going to be hard on myself, but it has thrown my day off, you know? And it was it was definitely a difficult to do, 1,000%, because you want to, like, who wants to get up at 4 a.m.? Your bed feels good. Like, I'm, I'm, I was a, a person, I, I want to sleep till 10, 11, you know? Like, especially because I have my own business. Then I realized how much I can get done during that time. You know, I, um, in between that, me getting up before and sleep, even with the gym, I also do, sometimes I do work in between then too. Like work that I can only do in peace and quiet, like write up press releases or statements or proposals or things like that. But it was a little difficult until I started getting things done. And I realized that, oh my gosh, like, I've had so much time and I have a lot more time to do other things. And in between that time of doing other things, I can get a little bit more time for myself during the day. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite part about your job? My favorite part about my job is <laughs> seeing my clients so happy when they get the media exposure they need. Or if something's happening with their image and it's not going well, seeing the turnaround from that, you know, when people loving them again, um, the impact, you know, that the podcast I work with, the impact that has made on hip hop culture, those are the things that I love. The guests that we get when I get amazing guests to come on the podcast, how that transcends to the world, it's like, or seeing an article and knowing that I wrote it and it's been published, even though it doesn't have my name on it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's a few favorites. Yeah. What's the name of the podcast that you're um, mentioning? Um, my Expert Opinion Show. Right. I, yeah. So Matt Hoff is my Expert Opinion Show. We are the number one hip hop podcast in the world, world, world and independent um, we're not signed to anybody and, you know, I've been working with the host of the podcast for almost a decade. So it's been a journey and I'm just really, really grateful to see, see it flourish the way it has been. Yeah. It's pretty hard to get podcasts out there. So to yeah. not even to be an independent podcast is like a pretty big deal to get that far. Yeah. Yeah. We're almost at 1 million subscribers. Oh, wow. Yeah, on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Three years. So it's been, it's been good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so can we talk about your meditation practice? Oh, wait, actually, I have another question first. Because you were talking about the rising earlier, which I loved. And then um, I was curious about your relationship to like the moon? I don't know if that's a weird question, 
but for some reason that popped up in my head. I was like, I wonder what. So, wow, it's so crazy you say that. You know, I have a really good friend uh, that reminds me of when a new moon is coming. And I I have a lot of crystals too. I love crystals. And um, she reminds me when a new moon is coming. Um, when it's uh, uh, eclipse or you know just different things like that, and I take those seriously. I write down my intentions, and I do the whole candle burning and burn my intentions. Like the moon and the energy from the moon is so strong and so 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 important to your your feeling toward the most high and and that and that and your intentions for yourself, right? So I make sure that I honor that when I when I can and when I when it when it when it proposes me to. But that's something new that I've been doing, you know, it's something very new. So it's crazy that it came to you. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, let's talk about your meditation practice and what meditation does oh and then i remember the other thing i wanted to talk to you about too you you said that you notice when you don't have a strong of a gratitude practice that um that i think it kind of felt like you were saying things don't flow the same as they would or that you don't pull the same things to you can you talk about that a little bit more yeah like gratitude is big you know you got to be thankful for everything every single thing like everything and I feel like sometimes when I'm complaining or if, if I if I'm fall short and I'm hard on myself, things roll that way, right? Like they continue when I don't have that gratitude because gratitude is so important to be thankful for the small things so you can produce big things and manifest big things in your life and, and positive, positive energy. So yes. Gratitude, gratitude, saying thank you. I'm so thankful and I'm so blessed for everything. That is very important to me. And it's very important for other people to around me to know how thankful I am for them and how blessed I am for them, and especially to God as well. Um, gratitude is a lifestyle. Gratitude is a way of life. Gratitude is the biggest I feel like secret. Sometimes people don't know to the best life you can ever have. Yeah. Yeah. Gratitude is a way of life. It's a lifestyle. That's really so beautiful. Yeah. It's a lifestyle. Yeah. Um, Okay. Meditation practice. (laughs) (laughs) What is your meditation practice like? Meditation practice, um, how I started, I just YouTube meditation and just uh, guided meditations. And I started finding this random series. And um, so now I just pull it up. It just comes on. It's 13 minutes meditation. I usually do. Um, and you start with breath work. Uh, it's all breath work. And honing in on being a better you, right? Looking looking and manifesting about the things that you want in your life. Giving gratitude and being thankful to the most high. Making sure you're breathing in and out slowly. Making sure you're aware of your 
inner surroundings and exiting your outer surroundings because meditation is in you, right? So my practice just, I, I make sure I let go of everything. I make sure I let go of my neck and my bag. It's like, even when we're talking about it, it's easy for me to just let go and I just get into another zone and concentrate about the things that really matter, which is being better and getting better, manifesting better, wanting better, being thankful, um, and positivity, definitely positivity and relaxation as well. Yeah. Would you say that the moment that like, I don't know if it was the moment that you couldn't breathe or the moment that you finally took yourself to the hospital or to like see a doctor about it and found out about the pneumonia. Um, this big cycle of change that you started to go through was this gratitude practice and this like lifestyle still a part of your life during the years that you were drinking and smoking and um, doing that stuff or how did it evolve and was that no wasn't a part of my, I mean I, it was a part of my life a little like I knew about it and I would have sessions and I would do yoga yoga was in my life definitely but not the way it is now it wasn't a way of life yeah it was a part of my life now for me it's a way of life did you know that you were pre-diabetic before you went to the hospital for your breath yeah I did but I thought I was just like whatever I didn't care enough yeah. Yeah. I felt like it'll go away or I'll take a pill. No. Yeah. And what was that journey like to start having to do that inner work? And what was the difference between like, oh, I'll just take a pill to like, this actually matters now, you know? Oh, it was exciting because I was like, yo, you know, like I want to be better. I also, I went to therapy, you know, my the inner workings of my mind just weren't right. You know, it just... It was about grinding, grinding, go, 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 and not taking care of me. That work was the most important work I've ever did in my life, ever. Um, pouring into me, going to the gym two to three times a day, um, cutting things out of my diet, drinking water, not smoking. Like, I didn't go through what a lot of people went through when they stopped smoking cigarettes because I was ready, you know? Like, I didn't miss it. I don't miss it. I don't want it. You know, it was just, it was, be it was a beautiful experience. And every time I talk about it, it touches me because it was a point in time where I didn't feel like I could stop. So I'm so grateful that God gave me that opportunity to become a better me. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so Definitely. I don't, this question might sound weird, but, um, I think God means something different to so many people. Definitely. Uh, and I think it, it can all be encompassing or it can all be different. Um, what is, um, what is God in your relationship with God? Like, if you don't mind talking about that, I've never yeah. asked someone about that. So only if you feel like it. So to me, you know, God is Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. Um, and because I only know the Bible, I mean, I know there's many others, it's the Quran, it's a lot of holy books, but, you know, 
what I know of God is that, and God is all knowing. God is God is the spirit that guides you in everything in life. God leads you. You know that's who you lean on for everything. You know everything that's good. Um, who puts you in place? Who protects you? Um, my religion and my is not. You know. I'll say that I identify God as that, right? But I don't really have a religion, you know? Like, I am a spiritual person, and I know that something bigger than me is doing all of this. And I know what I identify him as, but I welcome every, everything, every religion, you know, every, everything. So, yeah. I mean, I'm wearing Buddha, so, you know? And yeah. I love crystals, too, so... Yeah, God is just, God is my protector and just a leader. Yeah, I think that's a beautiful way of looking at it and speaking about it too. It's because like we connect with how we know, but we don't know everything. <laughs> and if God is omniscient, omnipotent, like it's possible that he comes through many different books, <laughs> many different books, okay. you know? So it's like, that's because a lot of people kind of think like their way is the only way but they don't know all the ways either. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's a really great way of describing it. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. That's my way. How I see it. So for meditation, you usually meditate. It kind of sounds like your whole entire morning is a style of meditation. Um, that like self-discipline to get up and do everything that you do is a form of self-love and those gratitude all of those things are meditative practices and then you mentioned the 13 minute meditation guided that you do yep yep yeah and that's your main yeah. like like formal meditation practice yeah that's my formal meditation i'm on i literally sit on the toilet for 13 minutes i close my eyes i keep my 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 backup straight and i just zone out and after that i send those meditations out to a selective amount of people who want to be in that network with me. And then also just saying that your lifestyle, like gratitude is a lifestyle. I mean, that makes meditate, that makes your life a meditation, mm -hmm. an active yeah. way to stay present and to stay in the moment and be yeah. really present with everything. Cause you can't be grateful for things that you're not seeing that you're not in the moment exactly. with. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like a really beautiful practice. Um, when you have like thoughts or advice for people that are thinking about start, like maybe a lot of people are listening to this that know a lot about your PR work and all that stuff that they do when they haven't done a lot of a meditation practice or done this therapy and all this work that you've done. Um, what is your advice to people that are thinking about starting something like this? I always tell them like, you know, make sure that you're just going into it with an open mind, positive, um, positive attitude always trumps over everything. Make sure you're open-minded, positive. Make sure that you're spirit guided. You have good intentions, you know, because being intentional is very important. Um, make sure that you know that when you get into this, things will change in your life before you and make sure you're ready for those changes because they're going to be positive and sometimes even your surroundings may change because of the the 
the choices you make in getting into things like this because it's not for everybody. Everybody's not ready. It is for everybody, but it's not for everybody if you're not ready for it. Yeah. But it's a beautiful journey. So I would love everybody to be on it. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting too, because it's like, yeah, when you start a new path, you start your positivity, like ways things change. It's kind of scary for a lot of people or yeah. even us sometimes, you know, yeah. it's like, cause you don't know what it looks like and we get comfortable in the spaces that we're in. Um, so even if we are grateful, we can still take it somewhere else <laughs> and see where else it's yeah. going to light our path. Yeah. 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 Um, this is, first of all, uh, Nadia, this is an amazing, uh, platform. I just want to say thank you for having me on. I know we're not done. I'm just, I just want to extend gratitude to you oh, because nice. this is a therapeutic conversation and a lot of people don't know, you know, how amazing meditation makes people feel. So for you putting to the forefront, big gratitude to you. You're amazing for that. Thank you for saying that. And even just, you know, learning what the rising versus the morning is and like gratitude is a, life, is a now? lifestyle. It's like, yeah, both of those sentences was probably going to like change my life. Yeah. You know, those yeah. are... Yeah big aha moments that you you gave to me oh my gosh yeah oh, wow welcome I'm so happy that I can help because it really changed my life too yeah you know I've started trying to do gratitude like a nightly thing I usually end up doing it the next day because I forgot before bed or something but I'm trying mm. to get into that practice I've wanted to do it before and it just has never really stuck so I'm doing it with my phone now because I think it's a little bit easier than okay. writing it down on something when I remember randomly in the day and that's helping me. Um, but how do you do your gratitude lists? Um, so I just do them all the time. Like do you I write them down you, or they're in your head or? I write down, I write, I write down my gratitude notes. They're in my head. I say, thank you. Cause gratitude is simply saying thank you, you know? for everything um if I trip it might hurt and I'll just be like thank you God for making me realize I have to pay attention you know making things not a negative thing a positive thing so I write down my gratitude notes I think about my gratitude notes I say thank you for everything everything you know I um and I and I also just try to practice gratitude as much as possible and when I fall short I make sure that I'm gentle with myself but I'm also like you know what you have to get back to it so it's not no form it's no like formal way it's any way you want to be thankful just mean it from the bottom of your heart um, I feel like the most powerful gratitude that I feel is from my heart, you know, like literally from my heart. If you concentrate enough, you can, when you feel your heartbeat, you can really feel it and saying thank you from your heart and envisioning that and putting it out is the most beautiful thing and experience. 
like really try to breathe in and breathe out and feel your heart and get a thank you from your heart out and literally envision the thank yous coming out of your heart, you'll understand what I mean. Yeah. This has been pretty eye-opening for a couple of reasons. One of those two phrases I told you that I love, but also changing the word gratitude into thank yous, um, I think has a different way of this, like, I feel like gratitudes, a lot of times we think are things that like are good for us that we want, um, that made my life better today. Um, so it's, it's like grateful, but it, there might be a little hint of not selfishness, but like of me where thank you has like a whole different relationship to the things that you're grateful for. Because, you know, it's us, but so many things around us are our makeup, right? And then we can't do things about, without other things involved. So you have to thank those things. Yeah. You have to. And the other thing too is you're talking about traffic and um, like you're not there, it's supposed to be where you're supposed to be or right where you're supposed to be, but also like tripping and hurting your knee and saying, thank you. It's like, it's not often that we are, I or most people I know say thank you for the things that feel like they're not good. Right. <laughs> so that's right. also a really interesting way of looking at it of like, yeah. oh, man, I didn't so get this fun. job. Thank you. <laughs> right. you know? Thank you. Thank you. This, this dinner gave me food poisoning. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I got food poisoning. Thank you. Thank you for making me realize that maybe I should be intentional when I eat more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can always flip that script. You can always flip that hourglass. Yeah. Always. And that's a practice in itself. Because we can't, um, a lot of the things I learn is like the inclination of the mind will go to where we practice. So things like, you know, may, may I be at ease, may I be at peace, loving kindness, meditation, and things like that. It's also helped to rewire your brain. So once you start working on making these negative things, into gratitudes, it'll literally start to rewire your brain and how much it goes in one direction or the other. Mm -hmm. Yep. You got it. I think you got it. <laughs> you got it. You're just good <laughs> at giving it. <laughs> Thank you. No, I have to give it. That's what it's about. And actually, I would love to gift you the uh, magic. So please send me your address. Oh, I don't want you. you to get it. I want to give it to you. So thank you. when we get off, you're welcome. I appreciate you having me on your platform and I just want to do something for you. So. Thank you. Do you have um, advice for people that are wanting to make changes and it might be hard or anything that you feel like you didn't get to say yet? Uh, no, I feel like I said everything, but I'll say it again. My advice is, you know what? Yes, I do have something different to say. My advice is this. If you are doing something in your life that is not serving you, and when I mean not serving you, I mean you are unhappy, you are unhealthy, you are not, you are having so much trouble, things are down, things, people around you are down, things are happening not in your favor, understand that there is change. Right? Insanity is doing the same thing, expecting different results. 
when you are in that state, you have to realize that it's time to change. It's time to do something different. And there is something different out there. So I want people to understand that choosing yourself is one of the best things to do in life. Choosing to be better is one of the best things to do in life. It's one of the best choices to make in life. Choosing to love yourself, starting with meditation, because meditation centers you, it quiets the room around you, and it allows you to think, it allows you to have conversations with yourself. Even therapy helps. Um, gratitude helps. Say thank you for, for waking up. Say thank you for the little things. If you're going through weight um, issues, take that walk. Take that leap of faith and tell yourself you can do it. Positivity is in your mind and it's there for us to, 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 to take advantage of. Things do not have to be hard. They don't. It's your birthright to be happy. That's your little, little birthright. Your birthright is to be happy and to get everything you want in this life because we only get one. So if you're not getting what you want in life, change that and do something different. If you're listening to this interview, use the tools that I provided. Use the steps. Go to the steps. I promise you it will work. Yeah. You have such a beautiful, powerful message that you might not have had all the way if you didn't burn yourself to the ground. Right. That's one of the annoying parts about growth. It's like, you know, it's like it's there for everyone, but if they're not ready for it, they're not going to do it. And sometimes we have to get to the point of not breathing or, you know. Right. And and that's the thing. And I can say it because I've been there. Like, I'm not saying it, but I haven't been there. If you see, I have pictures of what I was before and now. I've been there. I know that there's another side. So it's not like I'm telling you something that I don't know. I know the not so good side either. You yeah. know? And I, I know what I would choose. I love this side. Yeah. You know? And I want that for everybody whether I know them or not. So I'm really praying that this really helps at least one person. If it's one person, if it's just you, Nadia, I'll be happy. It but has it helped me already. Yeah, if it's just two or three, that's a bonus. Yeah. So yeah, it's, 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 remember, just soft life, that's what people are saying now. What are they saying? Life. The soft life. Oh. I haven't heard that. So <laughs> I'm behind on cool. It's like getting the things you want, getting the things you need, getting everything that you want in life and just being in a state of positivity. And But you have to be thankful for what you have now. Even in the midst of the darkness, just be thankful that you're alive. Start there, that you're alive to make the next step. That's the first thing to be thankful for. So there's steps to this, but it can be done. Yeah. So you mentioned being on the dark side and you like this side better. 
which is awesome. And what do you think your next step or your next side is? What's next for you? Just this, I'm going to continue to do this and make people more aware. It's so, God is so amazing that I'm even doing this pod because I said that, like, I've done tons of interviews speaking about my career. No, I want to put people on to this life. I want people to put, I want to put people on to becoming a better person on the inside, to be better for the people around you and better on the outside. So that's what I'm embarking on next, just spreading the word of meditation and peace and comfort and kindness and gratitude and being thankful for everyone and everything around you. Yeah. I'm so glad that I'm one of the first places that you're coming out hard like this. <laughs> or soft, however, however the yeah. way to say it is. No, it's amazing. Yeah, I really appreciate you sharing all this stuff with us. Um, like I mentioned earlier, all of your information will be in the show notes for people to follow your Instagram. Yeah. Is there anything else that you would like to um say verbally for people to audibly learn your info, where to find you? Yeah, just um on Instagram at Chastity Cox PR. I also own a cannabis processing company that I didn't really speak about, but that is okay. It's called Drow Drink. Um uh and it we have sativas and we have indicas. It's really used for a lot of people for pain and 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 relaxation and for leisure as well. Um it's called Drow Drink. Um you can find us on Instagram. Um also, look out for my clients and podcasts, my expert opinion show, and yeah, and just be good to yourself and be kind. Oh, and my clients, uh, this group, uh, Inc., they're a management company for influencers in New York City, and also Tiana Wallace, which is the daughter of Biggie Smalls, uh, and her clothing brand is Torius, so... I always have to plug in my other clients as well, but please be on the lookout for me. Um, I am out here and I am going to be spreading a good word. Thank you so much for being here. And we'll put all that stuff in the notes, like I said, and congratulations on being healthy, finding more of your true self, and also getting to do this kick-ass career that is fulfilling for you in other ways too. Thank you so much. I can't wait to read the magic. Yes, I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for listening. We hope you stick around for the meditation on the next episode. If you're interested in wellness coaching through a meditative lens or starting your own meditation practice with accountability, check out TheMeditationWard.com. Give us a follow on Instagram at TheMeditationWard and please like, review us, and share with your friends. See you soon.